Welcome, everybody, to the podcast this week, Breaking the Devil's Contract podcast. And I have Jen as a guest today. I'm super excited. She is an ex-psychic medium who has been saved by the grace and power of God. So welcome, Jen, today. How are you doing? Amen. Thank you. I'm doing okay. Thank you for having me. It's it's great to meet you and connect with you. And um, and and I love to share my testimony about how Amazing Grace found me. Amen. Okay. <laughs> and you're the author. And what's the name of the book? My my book is From Psychic to Saved. And it's just great to talk to another author. Of course, uh, Breaking the Devil's Contract is my book. Y'all should both go get uh, both copies of our books mm-hmm. on Amazon. Really wanted to get into some questions here because I am excited to have you on. Of course, with the title of my book, Breaking the Devil's Contract, I love to defeat and destroy the enemy and his plans for Christians mm-hmm. and non-Christians, mm-hmm. of course, just anybody. And mm-hmm. so um, it's great to see, uh, to talk to someone who's been on the other side in the occult and who can just, wow, expose the enemy. And so I love doing that. So I wanted to uh, get into a few of these questions just right off the bat. Okay. So um, talking, you said that you uh, kind of went to like a Baptist church, basically, and I have uh, a degree in theology from DBU. Um, mm-hmm. And so grew up Baptist, and I know that they are big on evangelism. So mm-hmm. what would you suggest to someone who's crazy, like I am, that would want to go <laughs> witness to some psychics or someone who has like a shop set up? Because, you know, you'd be driving by and you look over and you see these palm readings or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> What would you suggest, if anything, to someone who's maybe wanting to go witness to somebody like that? I, it's so interesting that you say that because I actually, uh, for those of you who, who may not know me, uh, probably many, I, I make videos and I put them on TikTok and there is a psychic shop um, in my town okay. and I drove by and I went there and I stood right in front and I prayed right over that store and I, awesome. I, I prayed in the name of Jesus Christ that that would shut down. And right. that came with a lot of, uh, charged up a lot of people. Don't pray <laughs> for somebody's business to be shut down. I said, well, when it's, when they're doing the work of the evil one and, um, confusing and lying and, um, right. tearing yeah. people away from God. Enemy yeah, of God, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now having said that, when I meet people that, which is, which is often that, uh, push back on this because they are, enticed by the new age the new age movement and all that it includes and divination so when you meet somebody that is um maybe they're doing the tarot cards maybe they're even just looking at their horoscopes and they think it's innocent what i would do is i personally would not beat somebody over the head with the bible because let's be honest first of all if they already are comfortable in their sin and what they're doing and they're very deceived they're not going to most likely receive that um, course, just yeah. coming at them and saying, Hey, you know, you're, this is bad, you know, and this is why God says, but maybe point them to testimonies. That's what I love about sharing testimonies. I mean, I have quite a few people that I know that have come out of the new age have been saved by Jesus Christ. And 
there are certain people that have been saved, like my sister in Christ, Doreen Virtue. She was the top selling new age author. Her name is known, especially amongst people that practice psychic mediumship um, and that of the like. So I would point people in that direction. And of course, pray, 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 because of course, the Lord has to soften the heart and open the eyes and the ears of the person to receive right. his message of truth and, and Jesus Christ. So I would be praying. And I know I found out years later, somebody was praying for me. I never awesome. would have even guessed it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Take me on a, a virtual tour, you know, a spiritual tour, but mm -hmm. virtually of like mm -hmm. someone who is like me is going to want to go, you know, minister to these people and maybe go inside the shop and okay. talk to the person, right? So would you give, uh, would you think that would be a good idea? Be the reason why I'm asking like this virtual tour, because in the spirit realm, all around mm -hmm. that shop, all around mm -hmm. that person, inside mm -hmm. that person, there's demons everywhere. That's and correct. there's strongholds. And so you're going into the enemy's camp. And so yeah. I already know you just don't go in there willy nilly and just, no, you, you got to be prayed up. But um, yeah. would you even suggest doing that? You know, like, you know, what, what, what do you say? Wow. That's such an interesting question. Um, and I hope I, hope I'm able to help because it's not something that I've done. I went to the psychic shop and I prayed outside of it. Uh, right. I trust the Holy spirit and use and my smart. and use yeah. the discernment. Um, I even actually encountered a very um, famous, I don't want to use the word popular psychic medium in the local grocery store. I know him uh, and well, I, I know him. Uh, we weren't friends, but I, I sat in some of his groups and, 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 such uh right of the like right and anyway he was standing right next to me and i have to tell you the moment was there and i started praying right there and then on the line and i did not have the leading of the holy spirit to go right up to him and say anything but instead the holy spirit led me to just be praying for him i prayed for him we were even standing like right across from each other on the little self checkout machines mm -hmm. and everything so we were online and then we were at the self checkout and after i left the store it was in that moment i think where my flesh comes in oh should i have should i have of course you know tapped him and said something but that's what's so great about the holy spirit led me and i trust him and i'm thankful for that so i did not so do I think it's a good idea to go into the store? I think, like you said, you would have to really put that armor on. We have the armor on by reading God's word, having it fill up our heart and mind. But as you said, you can't go in there willy nilly. Those, those demons are powerful. They are serious. And they have underlying blasphemy and hatred of God and mankind. So right. you're right. You're going into a very dangerous zone. Uh, I would suggest that you pray. And if you were to go in there, if you were to go in there, keep it short and sweet. If you want to hand them your book and then say goodbye or introduce yourself, say something about Jesus. But they do bow down to Jesus Christ. They have no authority those demons oh of course over yeah and so yeah. um yeah. the reason why i asked you about that is because before i even started watching your videos or anything or maybe it was right mm -hmm. after that 
I drove by a mm-hmm. shop and I saw a shop wow. and I just felt like the Holy Spirit was leading me now that I'm recalling that. And that was like a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I, I have seen demons on several occasions, mm-hmm. actually. I've uh, prayed for people, uh, many people, and uh, cast mm-hmm. out demons by the power of the Holy Spirit, not by any kind of um, good things that I've done or power that I have besides the Holy Spirit that's freely given. And I have, uh, I've seen people right in front of me, you know, start turning basically like snake movements on the ground. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I know the power of the enemy. And um, mm-hmm. then that's why, you know, I wrote a book with the titles that I, that I did, you know, because um, Satan is a created being. He's not, uh, he's not like a lot of people, you know, if you ask someone, hey, what's the opposite of God? Some people will say Satan, right? But right, and that's not true. That's mm-hmm. not true. And, you know, he's nope. a created being and mm-hmm. every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of Amen. God, the father. And so I am not afraid of Satan, but we have to uh, be led by the Holy Ghost. And so I like that answer. But yeah, I was just curious because there's like a certain scripture that you would, you know, maybe give to someone to like chew on that's, you know, in that shop or something like that. Oh, sure. I mean, well, you can go to Deuteronomy 18, uh, 9 to 13. Um, and you could shorten it if you like, uh, right. because I believe I don't have my Bible in front of me, but I believe verse nine starts with when you go into the land, your God has given you do not imitate the detestable ways. I mean, you can start with that because they need to know it's detestable to God. But you know what the thing is, what these people need to understand is that it is not a gift from God. That's where I think the first deception is. So what I've encountered a lot is, you know, people saying to me, well, what do you mean ex psychic? How could you just stop? That's a God given gift. No, it's not. So by showing what God says about divination, and I particularly like that passage because he calls it by name. He says, anybody who practices witchcraft, who casts spells, necromancy, psychic mediums he says mediums i believe in the again uh deuteronomy 18 9 to about 13 of course you can look in galatians i believe it's 5 19 to 20 5 20 who will not inherit the kingdom of god sorcerers he says right, right there right um i like those you can go to revelation you can go to i, I have a lot you asked me for <laughs> No, no, no. And so, so I was trying to, you know, see your, your mm-hmm. go-to scripture and it's, it's, it's mm-hmm. cool. Cause like, um, yesterday in my devotion, um, I had, I was reading Jeremiah chapter 10 and, mm-hmm. um, it says, do not act like the other nations who try to read their future in the stars. Yes. Do not, do not be afraid of their predictions, even though other nations are terrified by them. It right. says that they, their, their ways are futile and foolish. And it says that they cut down a tree and, and a craftsman carves an idol. And it says, God has such a, a sense of humor. It's, he's, he says, they decorate it with gold and silver and they fasten it securely with a hammer and nails so it won't fall over. <laughs> um, I think that's funny because right after that, he said their gods are like helpless scarecrows in a cucumber field. They cannot speak and they, and, and they do not need to be carried because they cannot walk. It says, don't wow. be afraid of such gods. They can either harm you nor do any, or do you any good. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's important also. Like you, 
um, said before, like, you know, you may get a good feeling, you know, getting mm-hmm. this kind of information from like a palm reader or, you know, just someone mm-hmm. like that. And, um, but it ends here. It says, Lord, there is none like you for you are great. And your name is full of power. You know, the power of the Holy spirit is, is just so important whenever you're dealing with, with the enemy. Um, my goodness. So, and you just, Mm-hmm. And you Go just ahead. touched on a great point when you mentioned how people feel comforted. They can, um, the familiar spirits come around. They think the psychic is talking to their lost father. Uh, but Satan masquerades as an angel of light. So that's another go to for me, which is, of course, Second Corinthians chapter 11, 14, and 15. Satan masquerades as an angel of light. And it's no surprise that his servants would do the same. So they may look nice, seem nice, seem helpful want to help you yeah be compassionate even be compassionate right and they are just being used and abused by the evil one yeah i've come across so many lives on tiktok where you know they're like oh yeah we definitely want to help you you know schedule a Mm -hmm. reading and uh, it's so it's so sickening i'll i'll pop in there and i'll be like hey everybody this is your sign that this is wrong. <laughs> You're looking for a sign. Here it is. I'm telling you right now. You know. Um, and so, what well, I was wondering, do you hear the voice of prophecy, um, like from the Holy Spirit? The way I view prophecy is declaring the Word of God. And every time I open that Bible, and I declare the Word of God, that's prophesying. And right. uh, now. But but you bring up a good point because a lot of people, again, deceived people will say to me, well, you were just a prophet and using it for bad, using it. For, no, it's it's just not. It's yes, the devil is a counterfeit. He likes to imitate God's powers, but anybody can choose to communicate with the evil one via uh, permission as I'm sure you are very well aware of. Yeah, and it's when not, we, like like you're saying, it's not an office like it is in the church. Right. It's, it's, um, it's just being a, a willing person to mm-hmm. communicate to those or channel or um, someone who is desperate enough to allow mm-hmm. the enemy to come in. When I say desperate, most people that are doing any kind of sin whatsoever, doesn't matter, they're broken and they're lonely and they're looking for something that's gonna fill them and only it's jesus christ that can do that because they're broken the enemy will use that and prey on their vulnerabilities and insecurities for some it may just be that lust for knowledge i mean when you think about the occult the hidden knowledge oh yeah there's so much there because cults have secrets and stuff and a yeah. lot of people get into that, you know, they're like, oh yeah, well, you know, there's just a secrets, um, astrology, okay. horoscopes, all sorts of stuff. Uh, they yes. want to be the, the person that's looked up to for that information. And, um, mm-hmm. it, it's, yeah, you're, you're right there. Um, so and I that's was wondering, the pride, the pride yeah, of the reader. Mm-hmm. It, it is. I mean, and a lot of sin, the root is pride because we're wanting to do our that's own right. thing. And we're not wanting to bow down to Jesus. And, you know, Jesus said, come, come to me. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. You know, it's not this, this hard thing walking with Jesus Christ. It's freedom. And um, the Holy Spirit is love. And he is, 
Mm -hmm. uh, so gentle and encouraging. It's, it's just amazing how, you know, and I think Amen. most people stick around with getting abused by the enemy because it's all they know. Um, oh, yes. I agree with you there. They get so deep in, so deep in. And the more enticed you are and the more you do it, that you get sucked down further and further. Imagine like Jonah, you know, sinking down in the water. Mm. That's what you start drowning. You start drowning. And the end result is eternal separation from our Lord, but the good news is that, like you said, Jesus is to liberate those in the chains and those in the darkness. And that's what he did for me. And it does happen. And it does happen. That's, yeah, that's interesting. I had heard a little bit of your testimony that you were, you were confronted by someone who had gotten, gotten out of doing the psychic stuff and invited you to church, right? Yes, yes. Yes. Wow. Look how God uses people, right? Yes. A good friend of mine. <laughs> yeah. Friend of mine. Yeah. She did. We, we had these dinner plans and she, she comes in, I have everything all set up and she even had this glow about her to be quite honest with you. And she said, yeah, I, I, I met Jesus. What do you mean? <laughs> and she, she, she told us, she told my husband and I about this church. And I said, believe it or not, he said, no, I'm good. And this was despite the fact that 10 months prior, this is how Jesus doesn't give up. Jesus doesn't, Jesus doesn't stop when he goes to get that lost sheep. He doesn't stop. No. It was 10 months prior that I met him for the first time. I just didn't really understand the experience. I didn't know what had happened. And I was still so um, trapped in the deception of the new age. And it was my job. So when I came out, I had endured a trauma. And when I came home and was back on my road to uh, quote unquote recovery, of course, we know I, I truly wasn't. I went back to doing my job. I didn't want to go back to doing my job, but I didn't know why. So I really didn't understand that whole experience. So now fast forward the 10 months later and my friend comes in, she tells me about the church. I say, no, I take a pass. My husband said, yes. He went that Sunday to the church. He comes home. He tells me how wonderful it is. Oh, the people are singing. Four weeks later, that morning I woke up and I looked at my husband and I said, I want to go to that church today. And wow. that was it. I went to the church. I was in awe. And I described this in my testimony um, in my book. And I'm in awe just by the whole experience, to be honest with you, because I was raised culturally Catholic. So you know, we kind of went once in a while. I wouldn't have considered myself a churchgoer by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. Okay. You know, maybe on a Christmas, maybe on an Easter. And so I had never walked into this type of experience just with the singing and people worshiping the Lord and all the love. And I was like, wow. And then these lyrics came on, Jesus saved me. And it was whoosh in a second. I was transported back to that moment when I first cried out to him. It was all him. He just he just showed me. He showed me in that minute. Yep, that's me. I'm your savior. I saved your life physically. I saved it eternally. And I was crying. I was crying because I knew it was like light bulb, eyes yeah. open. You know, wow. And you're in awe because it's Jesus Christ. 
you know? Yeah, of course. Yeah, the creator yeah. of the universe. Hello. <laughs> um, you know, and so he, he you know, the Holy Spirit's enlightening you and illuminating everything. Yes. And so you just give your life to the Lord. And I'm sure, you know, at that point, you got born again. That's it. That's yeah. absolutely right. And I tell you, that's why I find it so amazing because the first thing the Holy Spirit led me to do right when I got home from that church was Google search. What does the Bible say about psychic mediums? For real. I never cared about reading the Bible. <laughs> I, I never cared. Of course <laughs> not. Yeah. Right. I, I did not read the Bible. I had a Bible, maybe even two in the house. Who, who knew we had the Bible in the house growing up. <laughs> I didn't care. And that's the first thing, the Holy spirit. And I love how God is a God of order. So if you yeah. think about it, he, we have to, we, you know, you, you can't drink from the cup of demons and the cup of the Lord. So that had to be the first thing that he had to show me, right? Yeah, completely sever and break yes. the devil's contract in your life. And if That's there's right. anybody that knows about that, it's you. Every little agreement that you've made in your theology and your, your life, everything. And so now I heard a little bit about, about that, though. You were doing this full time as a job, right? Oh, that was my job. Yes. Professional psychic medium. Did you have like a shop or were you doing it from home or from home, right in my home? And I would travel to other people's homes and do these huge groups. Um, oh, wow. I would do them over the phone. Oh, yes. This was my job. This was my livelihood. And to be I mean, quite hey, that's smarter than having a shop, you know, saving on overhead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, yeah. um, you know, cause I see these shops and I'm just like, you know, but a lot of people that a lot of times I've seen that, you know, they live there as well. Um, mm -hmm. especially here in Texas, um, just have so many questions. I could turn this into like a, <laughs> a 10 part series because the, the occult and all the different mm -hmm. deceptions, astrology, um, that we were talking about in, uh, Jeremiah and that scripture I was reading, uh, did you ever read horoscopes? Well, well, to start, I actually was doing tarot cards as a teenager. Uh, as right. I as I got more and more involved, I would have people do astrology charts for me, numerology charts for me. Um, I dabbled in it a little bit, even with a playing deck of cards. I learned how to because, of course, these are just tools. They're just tools. Right. The the information is coming from evil spirits. Uh, right so those are just tools right and then as i moved on through that it was almost like once i kept getting more and more attracted and into it he gave me more they gave me more and more abuse that's really what it is and uh using me as a pawn and i that's when i started to ha get information from what we would call familiar spirits but as people would recognize as deceased people deceased loved ones and it started in a way that wasn't for somebody directly that I knew, but somebody that they knew. So they had to, so this had to go, this, this message had to get passed along to come back and find out what, what was this? And once you hear, oh yes, that really, that happened. That was that girl's brother. That was this and the other thing. And you're like, whoa, I'm a, I'm a medium now. Wow. Yeah. And, and once that happened, and I was seeing mediums at the time as well. I mean, this was, this took up the better part of my life, honestly. Um, and 
were yeah. you were you seeing okay have you ever seen any demons yep okay yes. so what like in your well I'm not even gonna ask in your opinion but what did you uh see and what did you what what type of spirit was it well I saw uh quite a few and uh just on my own time in other words not even while I was doing the readings right uh, I mean, I can give you an example. I saw, I guess what people would call ghosts. Sometimes it looked like people, okay? Just standing there, just people standing there, not saying anything to me, just standing there, just looking at me. And it creeped me out. It creeped me out. Some nerve of the psychic medium, right? right. And yeah, but I didn't know that. I didn't know at all because I never even heard the gospel. I didn't even know, I mean, truly. I would see children. I would see people that looked like men. I sometimes would see something that was scarier. I was in bed one night and I was fully awake and I sat up and I was staring directly at this very dark figure, almost like what you would imagine, like a grim reaper type to look like just all right. black, shadowy, just staring. Mm -hmm just staring. And I, I tell you, I'm convinced that he didn't even come over and touch me or anything because he knew I, I was serving him. Wow. You're already Does that subject. make sense? Oh, Correct. yeah. And the reason yeah. why I'm asking like, um, about that, so that dark figure, is that the only like dark figure that you've seen? I saw I saw animals that were demonic. There you go. Were looking. they black as well? Some were black. Yep. Right. Okay. Some were black. So because I mean, the reason why is because I've seen I've seen demons. One demon that I saw, we were in a prayer uh, prayer group at my house, and it almost looked like a rabbit because we were rebuking wow. spirits out of the house and out of people and stuff. And it was just hopping around, and it was because we had given it the order to leave, and it was trying to find its way out. And I could tell it was like you know uh, stressed out, and then it finally like squeezed through mm -hmm. like this like the sliding back glass door and it wasn't even open and wow. I thought that, that was weird you know I was like okay well I've never <laughs> seen that before um but there was one time where I was in bed and there was <laughs> I was a youth pastor at the time and I was asleep in the my my door and uh, in my bedroom it had a squeak to it and we had just mm -hmm. moved in and I, my, my son, who was probably just a year, couple years old, he was asleep in this top bunk in the, in the room next to us. And this door had a like old time, you know, well, scary type uh, squeak to it. And I was going to uh -huh. put some WD-40 on it. I didn't. But that night we had the uh, maintenance guy over and he um, knocked on the door. And at the same time, me and my wife said, come in. And he came in. I remember looking at that guy a lot, and we would always see he would have like a dark countenance on him. He was always drinking, just, you know, just seemed off. And um, mm -hmm. well, so that night I was asleep three in the morning, I guess, maybe. And yeah, around that time. And I heard the door just and I'm thinking, OK, it might be my son. And I look and it's this this tall, dark figure and I couldn't see past it because it was like a nightlight over in the kitchen mm -hmm. all the way down the hall so I mm -hmm. couldn't see the nightlight I it just it was just like illuminating him or I say him but there's this figure mm -hmm. and I was just 
I was just startled. It didn't freak me out because mm -hmm. I know who Jesus is. I ain't worried about anything else. And so, but I put my hand on my wife's leg and mm -hmm. she set up and looked at it. And as soon as she did, it was just loud, just, and the door just <gasps> slammed shut. I mean, I thought it was going to come off the hinges and wow. I'm just sitting there with my heart racing. And she looked <laughs> over at me. She goes, go handle it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, uh, <laughs> so I got out of bed and I immediately got angry because I had to grab this doorknob that this demon mm -hmm. just opened and then slammed my door. Oh, I was so mad. And I opened the door and I just looked into my son's room. He's asleep up on the top bunk. And it was one of these like metal bunks to where it was, it would make so much noise if he got out of bed, we would, it would wake us up. Mm -hmm. And so I went to the front door. I didn't see any demons. It was hiding from me or, you know, the Lord wouldn't mm -hmm. allow me to see it or whatever the case. Mm -hmm. I opened the front door and I said, in Jesus name, you get out of this house. And mm -hmm. I felt it go right, right past me. But it was that dark figure. And I've talked to so many people. They say the same things. And it's funny because I sat down, I turned on the Christian TV and mm -hmm. the, the minister came on the TV, said, okay, saints, today we're going to talk about demons. And wow. those are the first words out of his mouth. Yeah. And, you mm -hmm. know, it's just how the Holy Spirit lines things up. You, I, I'm just thinking about what you're saying. And you made such a good point because I was so afraid. And I think what a lot of people a lot of people will say, well, then again, you, you know, something was wrong with you because being psychic is okay. I mean, look at, you know, Blablisa Blabluto and she's looking happy and great and everything. Of course, they don't know what her life is like or anybody else for that matter. But right. I was, I was really afraid because I didn't know Jesus. I didn't uh -huh. have the protection of the Holy Spirit. I didn't have any, you know what I mean? That oh yeah. The line of the tribe of Judah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Whenever he gets out, there's going to be a bloody mess everywhere. These demons yeah. know it. And so that yeah. rises up inside of you and you take authority. Oh, it's, it's amazing. But mm. they, they still, they want to come intimidate you. So yeah, I couldn't even imagine the horror that you went through seeing that and not having mm. the power to deal with that. I'm not this special person and neither are you. We're just a child of God but we have the authority through Jesus Christ to deal with that. So anyone who's listening, whether you see something or you, you, you know, you're, you're feeling just a creepy vibe in your room or whatever, you have the authority to say in Jesus name, get out of this room and don't come back. And uh, the same way with your thought life. If you're having a crazy thought, the Bible says that we're supposed to take these thoughts captive to the obedience of Jesus Christ. And so I'm, I'm sure you've dealt with that a lot. How, how have they tried to retaliate against you? Very early on my walk with Christ. And I praise God because through that church that I went through, there was a pastor there. Um, I acknowledge him even in my book, uh, Pastor Jonathan. And he was very familiar with divination and he wasn't afraid to talk about it or deal with it. And right. again, we can see how God lines everything up. And I started counseling with Pastor Jonathan right, right out of the gate because here I come from years in divination and I had PTSD and I was counseling with Pastor Jonathan. And a few weeks later, I go to church and that Sunday, Pastor Jonathan was preaching. He was a junior 
pastor, so he wasn't usually preaching. Uh, the senior pastor usually did. So just one of those days, and he was preaching, and I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden, the evil spirits started feeding me information about Pastor Jonathan. Oh, no. They know, they knew, I should say they knew, that I met him on Tuesdays to have my counseling session. They knew what they were doing. They were trying to scare the bejeebers out of me. And to an extent, it worked because I thought, why are they, get away from me. Why are you bothering me? Why are you bothering me? And here I am in the brick and mortar church, right? With not a great understanding at all of the Bible whatsoever, because I'm new. I I was new to the, new, new on my walk. And sure enough, Tuesday rolls around. I go in looking very nervous and pastor Jonathan said what's going on and I said um I was bothered by evil spirits they they told me things about you in church on Sunday and you know listen you're walking a fine line when you when you're talking about these things because right I mean oh sure you could have just thought I was crazy um I know that it's not being crazy he knows it's not being crazy so he said okay we're not going to glorify the enemy but it's okay to tell me what happened. I told him what happened and he said, okay. He said, I'm not gonna say it didn't hit a nerve, but that's what we know he's trying to do. That's what he's trying to do. <laughs> right, right, it's an attack, yeah. It's an attack, it's an attack. And, but remember the devil speaks lies. He'll give a little bit of truth mixed in. So with that's the what lies. I talk about in my book. It's called Half Truths. And they are so powerful because there's just enough truth in there to get you to bite it. And once you got the hook in your mouth, then you're, oh, you're out of the water. You're in his domain now. And you just described that perfectly. If you think about the illustration you just even gave with your words, when the serpent went and told Eve some lies and some, a little bit of truth, and she bit right into that apple or that piece of fruit, she bit right into it. And that's what I say too, that he'll get you hook, line and sinker. (laughs) <laughs> That's what it is. But praise God. Well, Pastor Jonathan knew the wiles of the evil one. And he, and he said, okay. And he went on to say, but here's the truth of, of the uh, conclusion of the story. of the, So he gives the pieces and here's the, here's the rest of it. Here's the actual truth. And of course, the, the real truth is that it's not something to entertain. I mean, that's the biggest lie during these things is that it's okay to be hearing this. It's okay to be doing this, you know, people that are having readings and and such. He told me and we prayed and he really walked alongside me. Uh, In the beginning of my walk, he ended up baptizing me. And it was so special when he said, now you will not hear, you will only hear the still small voice of God. Um, The other voices are drowned out. I have it written in my notes section on my phone because it's so meaningful and personal yeah. And, and that, that's yeah. him speaking prophetically over you, letting you know mm-hmm. the power of Jesus going to protect you in those areas. Amen. Amen. Um, just a cool, just a cool little story. I'm act- actually about to post it a little later on TikTok. So Pastor Jonathan left our church a couple of years ago. He was offered a senior pastor position in Georgia. And so we went to Georgia. We were sad to see him leave. And a couple of Sundays ago, uh, an old gal, an old friend, and she texted me and she said, Jen, Pastor Jonathan is reading from your book in his sermon today. Oh, yeah. I said, well, wait, first of all, how great we could watch him online. Hey, I didn't know that. And I'm going to post it later. But 
how he, he was preaching on Simon the Sorcerer. He was preaching about Simon the Sorcerer. It was great. It was, it was just great um, to watch. And, yeah, because uh, that's that sorcerer, I'm sure, saw the power of the Holy Spirit and was like, you know what? That's legit. I want that. You know, how much yes, for that? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> and he wanted it so he could make money. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So I'm kind of curious about the, the ghosts that you saw, um, mm -hmm. not to bring back trauma, um, because I've heard people say that, you know, I, I've seen uh, that they've seen ghosts. I never have. Do you think that's demon spirits appearing uh, in a different way? Or what do you think like that? Oh, is? yes. 100%. Well, I would call them like more like familiar spirits that, you know, they look like maybe even somebody you would have seen somewhere. They look okay. They look familiar to you. They look like a person. They look like um, your mom, your dad, you know, especially when you're doing a reading, uh, something oh, like that. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah. that makes sense because um, now in Christianity, from the ways that, you know, I've heard it, familiar spirits are just those that um, you give into the most whenever it comes to a certain type of sin. That's how I've heard it uh, taught or, or preached. Um, and so, but you're saying that the familiar spirits are like, trying to be familiar to that person and be like look like them um, yes that's what i'm yes but if i have that wrong please no know, I'm, um, I'm not i'm actually it you know no matter what um mm -hmm. it what it is it's a demonic spirit period that's the bottom line yeah that's and, the bottom and line, satan right. does come as an angel of light so to uh, to to deceive you and to mm -hmm. show you, oh, it's your loved one, or it's a person, and there's, you know, it's a ghost. And mm -hmm. to, to, to glorify ghosts gets into destroying your theology that, mm -hmm. um, you know, we, whenever we die, we don't go to be with the Lord. And, you know, that there's this whole other realm out there of possibilities that, you know, God isn't in control of the, of dead people. <laughs> you know right <laughs> right right Paul right. says oh. to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord and so whenever we awake for the judgment you know whether it's mm -hmm. the resurrection with Jesus or the people that are gonna you know be in eternity without them um you know they are securely um uh, being controlled by the Lord they're not running loose that's um, right and so um so yeah that's that's really cool that you call them familiar spirits I, I like mm -hmm. that um, because I've, I've had so many people tell me, you know, oh, I saw my grandma or whatever. They sat on the mm -hmm. bed next to me and they were like, it was peaceful or something, you know? Right. right. And, I'm, and right. I'm, I'm like, look, man, um, <laughs> that's mm -hmm. not, that wasn't your grandma or something. And they, they're fully convinced and right. I, I have to show them the word of God and the word of God, it, it will trump. It has to trump your experience no Amen. matter what and you know it's it's a, it's chapter two of my book it's called absolute truth Love the it. word of god is the absolute truth yeah mm -hmm. if you don't believe that then you are being prideful and you're trying to create your own experience or your own religion outside of god 100 i i couldn't agree more i say it all the time do not elevate your experience over the authority of god over his word never elevate an experience that's how the lord works and so when people talk to their lost loved ones right after they've passed away i have discouraged that so many times 
because mm-hmm. it's such a hole in their life. They're just like, oh yeah, you know, my past, my husband, when he dies, so I talk to him all the time. Right. And I'm like, you don't need to do that because right. that's invoking something and you, you know, you may get uh, talked back to and then you're going to have that open door in your life. So do you have an experience with that? That's that's so true of myself doing that. No, just like, have you heard stories like? How, heard what? St- um, I mean, I've heard stories of people, you know, of course, when I used to be a reader. Oh, um, I was, you know, praying. What they call it praying, praying to my mom, praying to my dad. Oh, God. And then I. Exactly. Sorry. I saw I saw dimes. Um, I kept finding a dime. Um, you know, or, and I'm not trying to be snarky or rude or, or anything like that. I, I understand that they want to believe that's coming from their family because they are struggling with grief. I understand that. Right. And they find it comforting to have some kind of a connection uh, that they think is some kind of a material connection because there's not a grasp fully of what you said earlier of that spiritual reality and what happens. So yeah, they would say, oh, I found a dime. And, and even still, I feel so badly, even when I hear a belief, sometimes I've heard believers say, oh, I said this, and then there was a bird. And I don't know, I, I just, you know what I call that? I call that a demonic confirmation. Thank you. That's, that's what I call that. And because um, they're in the in Christian, the way the Holy Spirit works, he will give you confirmation. And uh, confirmation will mostly involve peace. If, the, mm-hmm. if it's the Holy Spirit, you know, and there's a decision needs to be made or something needs to be done, he will guide you with peace. Now, mm-hmm. you may have a little nervousness because it's something that, that's involving fear that you need to take care of, but he will still give you peace about that. Mm-hmm. And you will, you will face that. But with demonic confirmations, you may say something like, oh, yeah, if, if just this happens, then, you know, I'll do it. And then it's not God because you're saying, OK, I need to go rob this bank. So if I see a bird fly across the sky, I'm going to do it. And you see a bird that wasn't <laughs> God, you know, that was right. a demonic confirmation. Right. That's what I call right. it because he likes to mimic God. Right. And, right. And so, well, and he's I very had... powerful. He is very powerful. That's what people I believe it's in Second Thessalonians where we see about the the. Uh, signs and wonders that the evil one and his minions perform. And we, we were seeing that back in Exodus. They do have power to do things that are even so crafty that they even try to fool the elect. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's amazing. In my book, mm-hmm. um, like chapter 11 is called The Unmatched Power of God. And I go through, it's like the funniest chapter. I loved writing it because I, I go through giving all these examples of like the, the snake that ate the other okay. snake in Exodus, which is what probably yep. we're talking about. Yep. And then when Elijah and I believe his first Kings was um, taunting, mercilessly taunting <laughs> all these prophets and saying, come on, you know, is your God deaf? Is he on vacation? Is he asleep? You know, why won't he burn, send fire from the sky and burn up this altar, you know, (laughs) this altar and it's, oh my gosh, it's so funny. And I don't want people to be offended out here because we take the power of the enemy very seriously, Very. but, but when it comes to the power of God, watch out, um, because God will show up and he will show out. 
and the prophet Elijah, he said, look, pour water all over the altar, you know, get it all, get the, everything on the altar wet, you know, do it, three, do it again. And then the third time, and then he finally, God came down and sent fire, showed his power. People repented just like in Acts, the witches, they all burnt their books. Yes, um, I love that passage. Yeah. And so, um, you know, the power of God is just amazing. And so I just want to encourage anybody out there whenever you experience anything that you don't believe is is god in your life when you call upon the name of jesus he is our savior and he will show up there is no lag in your prayer time <laughs> whenever you whenever you pray he will show up right then um and so it's important to call on the name of jesus and if you've never done it before do it and you'll see because he likes to show whenever you have just a little bit of mustard seed of faith, he will show up for you. And um, Amen. so uh, now there was a Christian that I know that um, had the gift of prophecy, or you could say in the, in the Bible, there's words of encouragement. Um, <laughs> there are words of knowledge. And because the Holy Spirit, he's Alpha and Omega. He knows the beginning mm -hmm. to the end. You know, so of mm -hmm. course... The, the enemy wants to try to um, give you past events, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, you have this trinket in your pocket, you know, from mm -hmm. your the grandma, I think I mm -hmm. heard you talking about that. And so, you know, it's, it's familiar stuff, but the Holy Spirit, like he knows future stuff. Mm -hmm. And so I heard a Christian had left from that gift and kind of left the faith a little bit backslid, if you will and started using tarot cards mm. I was wanting to go around and just reading everybody's uh mm. you know mm. I don't know what what all they do but they were trying to use this to like prophesy you know but it's it's demonic and so uh, as mm -hmm. you know but it's very important because the evil spirits have been here for ages and what they haven't seen you do they can predict with amazing accuracy. So that is why many people will say, well, then why are police officers using psychics to find missing bodies? Why were you able to tell me when I was going to get pregnant, when I was going to get that job? That's in the future, that hasn't happened yet. They, I, I liken it to this. You, you may not have ever watched a soap opera, but it's such an easy example to use. If you watch a soap opera and you miss it, you know, for maybe a month or something. You yeah, pick you, back up. Yeah, you know where it's going to end up, yeah. Yes, you can predict, just like we can with our own spouses. You know right. them for many years. They may not even have to say anything. You know what they're thinking, for the most part. So evil spirits absolutely can predict. And I and that's why I always emphasize that, that don't go to a psychic reading, period, and certainly don't um, think it has anything to do with accuracy. They might think a psychic is okay to see if they're accurate and the other one, you know, maybe a good psychic versus a bad psychic. It's all bad. It's all coming from <laughs> evil spirits. It's right. not God gone wild. It's not prophecy gone wild. That's, do you see what I mean? And that's so important because people need to know that truth. They need yeah. to know that. And uh, the Holy Spirit just caused me to remember this, but I had a friend who came out of the occult and mm -hmm. he said that whenever you're getting a reading or someone's trying to speak over you from these demonic influences, 
it's what it is what it's doing it's like someone shouting out in a microphone or a megaphone sorry to the mm -hmm. demonic realm saying everybody mm -hmm. pay attention because what i'm going to say y'all need to line it up and make it happen and so mm -hmm. they go to work to try to make these things happen and mm -hmm. you know like oh yeah you're going to meet someone at five o'clock today and blah, blah 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 and so these people start to even help in fulfilling these false prophecies mm -hmm. like i wasn't going to go to the train station today but that's where he said i was going to meet you know so and so yes. so i'm going to go there you know mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so. yes yeah that's another part of it absolutely and some people think that it's just entertaining there are people that say oh I'll just read my horoscope. It's okay. Come on. It's just in a newspaper. It's no big deal. And they don't realize that these, th that's the subtlety. That's when the evil one is using that subtlety. You know, he, he didn't throw something off of your dresser and it's like, Ooh, I'm scared. Now the demon is in here. Oh no, it's okay. It's okay. Just, you know, just look at your horoscope. Oh, the tarot card reader is at the party. It's just, just entertainment. It's okay. No. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 No, that's how, it's that's not. how it is. You open the door that's and you, right. you know, you may not realize that you did it. And then you start having supernatural things happen and they're not of God. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's, that's, right. that's, that's a huge problem. You're opening the door, even with yoga. That's a big problem. Yoga is yeah, a problem. I, I heard that each pose is like a, a, a type of worship to a certain God. 100%. And so, yeah. And mm -hmm. so each, each pose that you're doing you're opening yourself up to worshiping that God. There's so many things out there that you open yourself up to. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. in our in our world, it's become like Sodom and Gomorrah. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> yep. Yes, yes, 100%, yes. And it's sad because remember going back again, when the word tells us, God's word tells us that even he's so, de he's so deceptive, even trying to, get the believer the believer already the believer so i would uh, unfortunately and this really broke my heart there was a, a woman claiming to be a christian because i can't i don't know their hearts right but she was claiming to be a christian and she was really pushing back on the yoga situation and i said listen idolatry is idolatry idolatry is idolatry if you start doing these pastures and you are I, that is what you are doing you are worshiping false gods well jesus knows my heart that's a very easy cop out that's a very easy cop out jesus may know your heart but it doesn't mean he says now go do what i tell you not to do well yeah you're right and i've um we had an old worship leader at our church and what he came out of the occult so he would okay. get so mad whenever the church would do like even trunk or treat or mm -hmm. anything kind of like uh, Halloween, you know, like even having mm -hmm. it at the church and dressing up. He'd mm -hmm. be like, you do not know what y'all are, what y'all are doing. Y'all are <laughs> mm -hmm. worshiping these spirits and giving heed to these demonic doctrines and stuff. And, and you mm -hmm. don't even realize it, you know, and the, they would even the pastor was like, well, it, it's okay. It's harmless. Wow. And really, uh, even as far as I've heard so many things about um, lighting candles and putting reefs mm -hmm. on your house, like decorating mm -hmm. for Christmas and stuff like that, mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. I was I was told that that was to alert people from miles away that you were about to have a seance or you were about to, Ooh. you know, start witchcraft. 
And so uh, worshiping nature with the tree and bowing down to it and getting gifts. Mm -hmm. And, you know, mm -hmm. so all a lot of our, um, you know, even Easter, the God of Easter, mm -hmm. God of fertility, worshiping that on Resurrection Sunday. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. So our culture is just, it's really demonic. And especially so demonic. now with um, all the other things turning into holidays. Uh, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we just came out of uh, Pride Month, you know, trying to make it a whole month. You know, they're stealing, trying to steal God's rainbow and all this other stuff. And that is a huge thing in our society. So I wanted to ask you, are there any uh, secrets that you would have to someone to, to give to someone about spiritual warfare? And whatever your opinion of that is, you know, just what's something the Holy Spirit's bringing to your mind? Yeah, spiritual warfare, and that's where I go back to 2 Corinthians 10, 5, um, where the Lord says we, we demolish uh, any argument and pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God right. and make every thought captive to Christ. Because if you think about it, um, if you're not filled with God's word in your mind, in your heart, that's our armor because people are going to tell you things there you're going to see things right you're going right. to see the new age things you're going to hear aliens, false aliens right. yep false concepts false teaching false philosophy uh that we're warned about again in colossians right so um spiritual warfare is when something gets in there and you're looking at it and you let it get into your brain because when you are filled with the knowledge of God, you're already going to say, wait a minute. No, that doesn't line up. That doesn't line up. That doesn't, that doesn't line up with the Holy Spirit. First John right. 4, 1 says to test the spirits. How yep. can we test the spirits against the word of God? The That's Holy true. Spirit will help us. So for spiritual warfare now, um, and again, uh, oppression is a real thing uh especially for me when i when i go under i i get spiritually attacked uh sure, because again sure yeah um though we're set free the enemy still pursues so uh when that happens to me sometimes i hear things and right that that one particular day i heard evil spirits four o'clock in the morning that morning i said oh this is it I started a fast that night. I didn't do a really long fast. That's always between you and, and God, of, of course. Of course, yeah. Right. And uh, so I'm not going into the details of it, but I, I did do that. And I tell you, I, the oppression started to lift. What a beautiful uh, freedom from that. But it does happen. And especially the more that we are sharing the truth, the more that we are, you know, we put, we uh, wrote our books. We have yeah. that out there. I'm on TikTok live from Monday to Friday around 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, I read the Bible, I pray for and with people, I make videos constantly, I, I speak with a lot of great people like yourself, doing podcasts, doing shows on YouTube with others, and we're getting the truth out there, and the devil is mad. He yeah, he's is furious. <laughs> he's furious. <laughs> but I, I mean, I hope that helps in regards to spiritual warfare. And of course, remember, he's a toothless lion. With when you have Christ, which I pray that the one listening does, and it's not too late for you come as you are to Jesus Christ today, if you don't know him, and be saved and be free, because that is the real 
deal. That is the way he is the way, the truth and the life. And I always say, follow the one that knows the way, you know, when you're in, when you're in oh, the boiling, good. you're in the boiling pot, or you're in the jail cell, you're in the jail cell, right? Who are you going to follow out? I know I'm going to be like Peter and I'm going to follow the messenger of God. I'm following him out. I'm not following the, the goon who has a great idea by carving a hole in the thing. And then you get stuck in the hole. And now you're stuck in the jail. Follow the one follow the one that knows the way. And that's Jesus Christ. He is the way. He is so, the way. Yes, he is. He is the only way. And he said, He's he said, I am the way and the truth and the life. No man comes to the Father except by me. That's what Jesus said. And there's many imposters. And right. the only way is through Jesus Christ. We he he is you have to make up in your mind. Either he was a lunatic or he was the mm -hmm. son of God, because he said that he was the only way to the father and that mm -hmm. he is the son of God. And mm -hmm. so um, you have to decide, was he just crazy or is he the son of God? You have to make mm -hmm. up your mind and you're listening to two people that have and they've trusted mm -hmm. Jesus and it wasn't a fluke. It wasn't just a, an emotional charged day or event or a decision. It's every day since then. I have a relationship with God. He's real to me every day. It's not just a one-time thing. And he doesn't demand perfection. Like Jen yeah. said, come as you are. So Jen, I wanted to uh, allow you just by the Holy Spirit to pray just to the person listening today to allow the Holy Spirit to guide you in a prayer. Heavenly Father, Lord, I just thank you, God. I thank you for this opportunity to prayerfully reach the one who is listening today, Lord. I pray, God, that you would soften their heart today, Lord. Open their eyes, open their ears, God, so that they may receive the truth, that yeah. they may receive the Holy Spirit, Lord, and that they would be set free, God. I pray, Lord, right now that you would set free the one who is in bondage, the one yes. who is in chains, the one who is seeing the psychic reader, Lord, the one who is wrapped up in the new age and yes, in all Jesus. of the ways of the world, God, the ways of the world, God, that aren't from you, Lord. You tell us that we can't love the world and love you at the same time because the world is run by the evil one and he is evil, Lord. And Father God, I pray that these, the eyes of the person right now would open to the truth that the evil one will give them some things, but ultimately throw them in the garbage pail. But Lord God, you made a way for us. You sent your son, Jesus Christ, to die for us. And the good news is that no matter where anybody is today, no matter what they've done, Lord, you offer us the free gift of salvation through your son, Jesus Christ. And he takes us as we are. He saved me, yes. Lord, when I was a psychic medium. He didn't tell me to get my act together first. He came and he got me, Lord. And I know he wants to do that again for each person here today, Lord God. I just pray, Lord, that he would and that the lost would be saved today and the saved would be restored today, Lord. Keep us safe, strengthen us, Lord. And for those of you who are listening that are believers, Father God, restore to them, Lord, what has been lost in yeah. their life, Father, if it be in your will, God, we know you have a great plan. You've already healed us. You've already given us victory through Jesus Christ. And we thank you for that, Lord. We thank you for your grace, your compassion, and your mercy upon us. You are everything and you are our 
all and all, Lord. And I thank you for that, God. And I pray your strength for us, your blessings for us, Lord. Every single one listening, God, heal the person that's listening today, Lord. Free them, free them, God, from the darkness in their life, Lord, and bring them into the beautiful, glorious light of your son, Jesus Christ. And it's in his precious name that we pray. Amen. Amen. That that was awesome. And I want to give the mm-hmm. listeners, I want to give you all an opportunity. Like, I know that you have felt the Holy Spirit as we've been talking because he is just uh, here in a mighty way. And mm-hmm. so if you felt that tug on your heart, Jesus is calling you, he's calling you home. And he yes. wants to love you. He wants to forgive you of your sins. He wants you to accept him into your life. He wants to come in and make he says to sup with you and to make his, your heart, your temple, his new home. Mm-hmm. And so right now, if, if you've, if you've understood what we've been talking about, Jesus is a savior. And if you believe on him, the Bible says you will be born again. He died for your sins and he lived that perfect life. So you don't have to be perfect anymore. And you don't have to be perfect whenever you come to Christ. He says, come as you are. So if, mm-hmm. if you're ready to give Jesus that place in your heart and you say, you know what? My life has just been worthless and empty without him. I'm ready. Just pray this prayer after me. Say, Jesus, I repent of my sins. I need you in my life. My life is empty without you. Please forgive me of my sins and come into my heart. I believe that you are the son of God. And right now, I invite you to come in. Holy Spirit, fill me with your your presence and your power and give me a new clean slate. And I serve you today and accept you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. If If you prayed that prayer, Jesus is there with you. And he is the light of the world. And like Jen said, you want to follow someone who's uh, who has the light and is going to show you the way to go. And mm-hmm. so Jesus is there with you and the Holy Spirit is just uh, will illuminate your life. You have a relationship with him forever. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. if there's anybody who you know that needs to hear this podcast, forward it to them, get it out there. We want to uh, magnify Jesus Christ and his word. And well, Jen, do you have anything else that you want to, to talk about? Um, no, but I would just like to uh, offer uh, my website xpsychicsave.com because I take prayer requests and I'm happy awesome. to uh, be in contact and available to people who are seeking, who need help, who have questions and who need somebody even just to pray with them. So I would like to make that available to everybody. Okay. And so what's all your social media stuff? We're putting you out on Front Street. That's why you're here. So we want to get the word out because your ministry is awesome. Oh, thank you so much. All glory to God. It's so easy because I'm 44 and I don't remember things very well. So everything (laughs) is X psychic saved. So my website is X psychic saved.com. And that links to my Instagram, my TikTok. I have a prayer group on Facebook that I I run. And um, of course, you can find my testimony there. It will link there as well to amazon.com. On TikTok, I am X psychic saved. Uh, but if you go to my website, Please. it'll link you to all my social media. Yeah. And getting on her lives is really cool. She's just sitting there preaching the word of God and giving you the truth. And that's what mm-hmm. you need. That's what we all need. We're, 
we're supposed to be getting renewed in our minds on a daily basis because the enemy is constantly trying to fill our minds with garbage and yes. um so the word of god is our, is our is our light and our salvation so i want to thank jen for coming on today it's been a blessing and it's been power packed um time in the in the presence of the lord and so i just want to thank you for coming on and, thank you for um, having me yeah and go definitely go check her out on all her social media platforms and get her book you need to get that testimony and share that with others because there's so many people that are hurting and they mm-hmm. need to, you know, someone's testimony can't be refuted and mm-hmm. it stands apart and you get to see how the Holy Spirit is real. So I want to thank everybody for listening. And if you have any questions, just email me at breaking the devil's contract at hotmail.com and go get our books on Amazon. What are you waiting for? We love you. God bless you. And we'll see you next time.